fraternal twins. I would get tattoos. the rune and then like hashtag TNL or something. I don't know if I'd want a hashtag on my oh, body. Okay. I don't know if I'd want my body hashtagged. Okay. You could put a QR oh. code to the invite right on your body. <laughs> <laughs> like make a forever link. QR. <laughs> yeah, a f- permalink QR code yes. that I want tattooed yes. on my ass for TNL. It's like um, you're oh on a God. date and they're like, you want to go back to my place? You're like, you want to join my Discord? <laughs> <laughs> Get your phone out, baby. <laughs> to XP Waste, where I have exactly 26,332,920 total experience in Pokemon Go. That means after five, six years of playing and almost 4,500 kilometers walked, I have exactly 299s. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I'm Michael. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, Oxy did have to do that one twice. That's fun. <laughs> he called me out last week, so it's only fair, right? <laughs> um, no, we're uh, we're XP Waste. We're a RuneScape podcast, old school RuneScape that is. Um, I I usually don't sound this sexy. I think it's because of the major congestion, and um, yeah, I'm struggling over here. But we're Oxy and Michael, and we appreciate you tuning in. If you're not new around here, welcome back. Like Oxy said, happy to have you. Bro, if you're not new around here, I entered the voice chat, turned my camera on, and Michael said. Have you combed your hair today? I went, what? Yes. Oh, my God. So Just a little he's spicy. on one today. <laughs> he's on one today with his, with his sickness, yeah. whatever it is. Maybe it's the day. How, how, how's your week been, man flu? What have you been up to? <laughs> I think it's just allergies. I really do. Um, but I have been pretty good other than I think it started yesterday. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm not a fan because it's just sinus pressure. This happened uh, about a month ago, actually, and it was because I traveled out, out of the state, but I haven't left my house. Well, I have, actually. I've been outside a lot more this week than I have been in a while, so maybe that's what it is, but we went to the pool this week. That was fun. Oliver's first time in the pool. Take a shot if you're playing the um, x 2 drinking game. Every time Michael mentions his kid, <laughs> uh, that's... Yeah, you guys are about to get turned. But, no, he was in the pool for the first time this week. That was fun. In RuneScape, though, I have been playing on my group Iron Man almost exclusively. Like, I logged in on my main, I don't know, like four days ago, five days ago. And I did a Slayer task, which was um, for Jad. I did that and then logged out. And I've been playing on my group Iron Man. I got, here's what I did. I played a little bit of Guardians of the Rift, and it sucked because I had 21 mining, and I had 30 agility, and I was using a bronze pick, and I couldn't go down the rock slide to get to the better, whatever, the better essence ore, and so it took me an entire, like, three minutes to mine 30 of the Guardian essence, 30. So by the time I mined 30, and I made them into... um like pure essence or whatever they call it you know by the, by that time the game is like halfway done 
And so it was really frustrating. So I stopped doing that and I went and got 56 agility and then promptly got 41 mining so I could use a rune pickaxe. And then Oxy's letting me borrow his rune pickaxe. Thank you, Oxy. Appreciate you. And I did a lot more Guardians of the Rift and I'm 42 rune crafting on my Iron Man. Having done rune crafting, not during Guardians, not doing Guardians of the Rift. Guardians of the Rift is so nice early game, so I highly recommend it if you haven't. If you haven't, and you're still under the impression that RuneCrafting sucks early game, it doesn't. It's, I mean, as long as you have some basic requirements, fifty six agility, ability to use a rune pickaxe, lunar diplomacy helps, so you can use NPC contact. But other than that, it's it's easy escape at this point. So I am highly, highly satisfied. But that's about me. Uh, I don't know when I'll log into my main again. We'll see. I tried to... I, I played a little game today, but nobody really... Um, nobody really indulged. I was like, oh, let's we flip a coin. We told to log into both accounts. I can't. Try. Listen, try. I said, flip a coin. Heads, I'll play my main. Tails, I'll play on my group Iron Man. Insinuating that I only want to play on one account. And Oxy's only answer is play on both. I can't play on both because I have a hard enough time talking and playing on one account. So if I was going to play on two accounts, I don't think I could do the podcast tonight. But <laughs> you play you on two accounts. Those, I know you do. You got to pump those numbers up, man. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you play on fix. So you have like less room to, mm-hmm. to like fill up with your room light client. Yeah. But I have to have you on my main screen. So I can see your face while we're while we're chatting. Is this the part of the episode where I mentioned that you have three monitors? Mm-hmm. What were the other two doing? Discord's on this one, and it's vertical. So I, I really only use the top half. I can't put RuneScape down there because I can't see it. And my tissue box is in the way. That's important. And then on my top monitor, nothing important goes up there because I don't want to look like the weirdo who's looking up every five seconds. When my camera is like right at eye level. This is for the YouTube content, Oxy. I'm doing it for the viewers. If we listen, if we only did, if we did strictly an audio version of this podcast and we didn't record ourselves, I'd have 16 versions of RuneScape going and I'd have a straight bot farm. But that can't work because I have to look right at the screen. It's not a bot farm if I'm playing all of them. What? Uh, Is. Is that how that works? Yeah. Botting is the like the act of using a computer program to control accounts. If I have 16 versions of RuneScape going and I'm playing all of them, that's not botting. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, just, a, okay. I just said it was a bot farm because, because I would be doing things that bots do. <laughs> Speaking of changing the subject, <laughs> I've had a pretty decent week as well. How are uh, you, Pokemon Go Fest was this past weekend. Oh. That's what I did a lot of yesterday. Walked like 11 and a half miles in like six or seven hours. Whoa. It's quite the good time. That's I awesome. was just fucking exhausted, but it was a very good time. Very good time. Um, that's where the opening actually, uh, the opener came from, just because like playing a lot of go in any case runescape has been good haven't been doing a whole lot on the main been trying to fletch uh 
really haven't been doing a whole lot of anything on the main. I also feel like I haven't been doing a whole lot of anything on the group Iron Man account, but I know that's not true. I've been skilling. I've been doing quests. I am currently working on 70 cooking on the groupie, so I can do the Abogegi bit for RFD, and then once I do that, I have to find 12 magic logs somewhere that I could just get 75 wood cutting for. But, like, man, that sucks. So, if I don't have to, I won't. Um, but Winter Todd was not kind to me in the couple games that I played today, so we gotta keep on pushing for that. Once we get those 12 magic logs, we can do Desert Treasure and we get Barrow's Gloves. Because none of the desert, uh, well, some of the Desert Treasure bosses are a little, little dicey, but not impossible. And, uh, none of the RFD bosses are particularly, like, you know, groundbreakingly difficult. So... We're going to have Barrow's Gloves. Hopefully by the time this episode premieres is the goal. Get my Barrow's Gloves. Have hella questing done. Um, we should also have a new group storage upgrade because I'll probably be the first person to 200 quest points in the group. So that'll be a group storage upgrade. There's a slim chance I'm the first person with all the easy diaries done. You know, Chompy's permitting, I guess, because I've killed five of them dude i did the scratch portion of rfd and i had to try to kill like three jubbly birds because i burned the first two oh, with no. like 60 cooking i was so mad i was in vc i'm like you can burn it you can burn the goddamn jubbly bird i was not having a good time but <laughs> no i feel like i haven't done much on the main i did like one or two slayer tasks and i'm actually logging in right now to do a vires task mm-hmm. uh AFK some Virewatch Sentinels while we're uh, doing the recording, but no, just been mad chilling this week. Caught 17 Shinies this weekend, nice. and I want to say at least 10 of them were brand new, unique species. Ooh. I could be wrong, but I we caught at least 10. Did not get a Shiny Axew, unfortunately. Saw quite a few of them bitches and did not see any Shinies, mm. which was sad. But otherwise, we got almost everything we were hunting for, shiny wise. Very exciting. But real quick, name yeah. off some Pokemon and see if I know who they are. Uh, Shroomish. Nope. Uh, Haxorus. Nope. <laughs> Gibble. <laughs> Is that the guy from uh, Drake and Josh? No. Ghibli. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching. It's been a fun, it's been a fun week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is throwback to like episode five or something, episode six, when we did the. The fact that I just said question. Gibble, I said Gibble. You said, "Is that the guy from Drake and Josh Ghibli?" That is. I don't know if you're trolling. I am. Or yeah, I am. I was gonna say you just genuinely don't remember. I'm so shook I don't even remember the question. So that was, <laughs> never mind. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. I oh, oh my I was just god. having flashbacks to you saying decidui and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a Pokemon. The fact that you remembered how to pronounce it though, that's pretty pretty oh, impressive. That, that conversation is ingrained in my head. You said I I hope so. You said decidui and you said some other um bird Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> Corvanite. Corvanite. Probably. Yeah, it was Corvanite. Probably Corvanite. But <laughs> but uh yeah, if you are still here listening to this podcast, we are gonna talk about RuneScape today. So 
I one more thing about Pokemon Go though. I, I was going to say he lied to you, baby. I lied. Let's... I played Pokemon Go in 2016 when it was at like when it got released and it was at the height of its glory. Mm-hmm. And I think I might download it again just for fun because you guys talk about it okay. all the time. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. And I'm about to go to uh, Chicago, so okay, you know, I might be able to catch some pokies, some Pokemans while I'm there. Um, I feel like I'm talking to a grandmother right now. I'm gonna catch the pokies while I'm down there. What do you call them? Pokemon. <laughs> I I can't today, boys. I can't. Did you know that Pokimane's name is Iman, and she made her name Pokemon? It's like poke, and then her name. But everybody calls her Pokimane, but it's actually pronounced Pokemon. Yeah, I learned that from TikTok this week. Yeah. Now that all the boomers are gone. Just kidding. (laughs) Edit that out. Let's just say, you're still here. (laughs) God, now I got to hop to find an open world at Vyars. I just want you you guys to know that I am back at Motherload Mine, but on my group Iron Man. I forgot to mention that. So... My goal right now is to get the requirements done for Lunar Diplomacy so that I can use NPC contact while I'm at Guardians of the Rift. And it would be, I mean, it could be nice for Slayer tasks, for early game Slayer, just to not have to run back because I don't have that many teleports. So I'm doing mining right now. So I'm 43 mining and I need 65. Hold on. No, 60. I need 60 mining. So I was going to power mine iron. But then I thought, why not start the prospectors, like, hunt early? So, mm-hmm. four golden nuggets so far. But I just want you guys to know, six months from the last time I was here is still not long enough of a break. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> not my favorite place in the game. Definitely not. I don't even think I would want to live in Falador for the fact that Metalode Mine is here. But we are getting some nice ores on the group Iron Man, and that's going to be good for smithing. Um, smithing is a good skill to get up because I'm really, really wanting to get, what is it, 97 for a rune scimitar, best in slot, early game. So we'll be there soon, boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> what, do, uh, what are we talking about today, Oxy? Well, before we go on, XP Wasters, you already know what to do. Um what you are already we doing? know what to no, do. What are we you doing? already know what to do, XP Wasters. Just hop in Discord. You know what to do. What are we doing? You know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. Is it going to be ask, him. ask him Michael how 60 mining is going? <laughs> how's, how's mining going? I'll you have you it know done what to do. soon. Well, it's not going to be done soon because I'll leave for Chicago. So hopefully by the time this could, I mean, by the time thankfully. this episode, no, thankfully by the time this episode airs, I'll be back home and no one can stalk me. I was going to say, thankfully, mining is one of the most AFK skills you can find. So it, it is. I, I appreciate the AFK-ness, but I don't have the upper level. I don't have a larger sack. I don't have a dragon pick. There's just a lot of things. I am in a dead world, which makes mining on this lower level so much better because i ha- basically have like 13 little ore spots all on myself 
So it makes it very, very nice. Not Good a shit. lot of waiting. Yeah. Good shit. So, Michael, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about gear rebuilds. We're talking about uh, an always highly requested topic. Um, anything to do with like high level PVM? We get that more than you'd think about like you know high level PVM things. We still haven't done our like you know big PVM episode that we want to do, but that will come in time. Um, and. Today, we do want to talk about rebuilds. We've heard it a little bit in the clan, people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some interest from various like XP Waste fans who are like, hey, rebuilds, question mark. So we're going to go into it today. Uh, you ever done a rebuild, Michael? This is one of the, one of the classic chaos disclaimers. Um, no, I have never, I've never done a rebuild. I, uh, my experience with a rebuild is I purchased, I sold my bank. I purchased a Tebow. I had it for about three hours, and I sold it back and bought everything back and said, no, not for me. So I have... Why did you buy that Tebow? I don't remember. Um, it might have been for a bingo, but uh, I just got cold feet because I was like, do I really want to lock myself to PVM? We'll get into that. Um, do, I, do I really want to lock myself into doing... Hydra for the next three months? No, I don't. I have to max. So I'll probably didn't. I'll, I, no, I probably won't. <laughs> I was just say, don't even finish that sentence. No, you won't. You know me so well. <laughs> don't finish that sentence. You know no, me you so won't. well. So after 200 mil cooking, I might do it. No, you build. won't. I might. I have to get two, I have to get 20 mil Slayer. So I, I just opened the Slayer tab on my group Iron Man. I just opened the skills tab <laughs> to look at my Slayer level. <laughs> But I'm 96, almost 97. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm also 96, almost. Well, not almost 97. I have 600k to 97, but... Actually, I think you're closer than me, so... Race to 99 Slayer, boys. Let's go. Uh, immediately logs out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a Gargoyles task, and they're, it's, pretty, it's pretty AFK. I have a Firewatch task. I'm not even looking on my screen. I'm just waiting for the thing in the clan's notification on my group Iron Man to pop up that says Oxyem has received a blood shard. Mm-hmm. Like, literally all I'm paying attention to. I've done that quest, obviously, but I I don't think... Do you have to unlock fires as a... Like, with the Slayer Master to be able to kill them? Because I've never yeah, gotten you have to. Cause. Well, you have to unlock them to get the higher level ones for like Duradel, Neve, and Konar to assign them. Um, but I think I don't know if the lower level masters will assign like vampires and mean like vampire juvenites or some shit like that, but I don't know. But you do have to unlock them to get them from the uh, the higher level the higher level masters. Anyways, back to rebuilds. What is a rebuild? So th- this is going to be a little TED talky, you know, for for a normal XP based episode. Apologize for that, kind of, but not really. So a rebuild is you want a a big item, you want a big expensive item, and you don't have the cash for it. Ten mil cash stack is not gonna buy you a twisted bow, but you have a lot of things in your bank that can buy a twisted bow were you to sell them all in the grand exchange. This is obviously not an Iron Man friendly episode, by the way. If that wasn't clear, I feel like most Iron Men are aware that they cannot do a rebuild. But, you know, it's different for their kind of account, different for their kind of gameplay. In any case, 
you sell everything in your bank for this one particular item and you really want to have it, you really want to use it. The two biggest items that people do the full rebuild for are the Tebow and the Scythe. Mm-hmm. And those are about, God, Tebow's like 1.14, 1.15 right now. Tebow's climbing because of TOA. And his Scythe is almost 600 mil right now. Uh, 1.15 bill, not <laughs> not mil. Scythe um, is so. 581. Ooh, I've made 50 million GP on my Scythe, if Woo. that's the case. Um, no, but uh, you do these rebuilds, sell everything, get this big item. It's kind of funny because you're in like absolute just like dog shit rag gear. Like let's say you do a Tebow rebuild. You can go from absolute max range to like black dragon hide and a Nezzy helm with a twisted bow, right? I would hope you have God D hide, but if you're like really strapped for cash for this rebuild, you could you could go with the black D hide, which again, strapped for cash, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> There are other items to rebuild for that people use. Um, the ones that come to mind, uh, notably, there are a lot of range weapons. Um, the Twisted Bone Scythe, you have the Bofa. That's a big one. That is a lot more expensive than people think. Uh, there is the Dragon Hunter Crossbow and the dragon hunter lance you know and then there's oh, we escape and i talked about it a little bit earlier we'll give an honorable mention to the crossbow as well depending on what kind of content you're interested in doing so <clears throat> i guess that kind of that doesn't really segue into much so yeah, those items are rebuildable if that makes sense right like if you're doing you know it, it's it's strange to call something like oh i'm doing a an amulet of fury rebuild like it's not not quite what a full rebuild is <laughs> but yeah because the idea is you want to have a big long-term upgrade so i actually i, I kind of have a mini rebuild going because i bought a boa fairton whenever they not whenever they first came out but when they hit about 120 mil i think i bought one and um i haven't sold it yet and I use it at like raids. I've I've planned I've planning I'm planning to use it when I go and actually get a hydro task. So that's the closest to a rebuild that I've come to. Because mm-hmm. here's what happened. I bought the twisted bow. I used it and I was like, I have zero money in my account. Like mm-hmm. I maybe had like thirty mil cash. And I was looking at all the stuff I wanted to do and I was like, I'm how am I going to max with 30 mil? I mean, arguably I could have just done what I set up myself out to do, which was rebuild. But I was like, I, I questioned a ton of people. I, I put a poll out there. I was like, okay, you have a Bofa and you have a Twisted Bow. What are the differences? And can I get away with just a Bofa? And everybody that I talked to was like, yes, you can just like, you can do most content that you can do with a Twisted Bow with a Bow Fairton, just fine. And there are slight differences where, I mean, Twisted Bow is obviously best in slot, so don't go quoting me saying that, oh, Michael from XPWay said that a Bofa is the same as a Twisted Bow. It's not. <laughs> but for my purposes, it has a lot of the same functionality. You can do all the same content. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'd say you're locked out of with a Twisted Bow is speed runs. 
Mm. Like if you want really fast times, which doesn't really matter outside of challenge mode chambers as Eric and combat achievements. Um, speed isn't super important. You can have a thousand six minute Zalra kills. You're still going to get the same loot, you know? Uh, so I, I this is probably going to upset some PVMers because Michael's not putting it on his chest. I'm putting it on mine that more or less you can, you can do a lot of the, Exact same stuff with a Bofa. Just a little bit slower. You can do a range-only Zora with full crystal and a Bofa. And that was basically yeah. what I was like basing it off of. So mm-hmm. I did a ton of Zora, probably like two or 300 kills, with a Borrowed Twisted, though. I was like, this is super relaxed. And so I asked a bunch of people, I'm like, can you do range-only Zora? They're like, yeah. So when I, as soon as I bought my bow, uh, first thing I did was go to Zora. And I got like 10 kills and it was all like two minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. decent. <laughs> you know, I'm not crushing any speed times here, but I didn't have to bring any switches and it's corrupted. So the, the ammo is basically free. So, you know, got to wear a blessing, which was great. Yeah, it's, it's all around a great, an, a great item. So if you can't commit to the 1.145 bill, almost 1.2 bill that a Tebow is, do yourself a Bofa rebuild. I'm, how much is a Bofa right now with full crystal? Well, we'll, we'll that's a great transition topic, okay. Michael. <laughs> let's let's talk about the money behind a rebuild. So we'll do a little bit of we'll do a little bit of quick math, Michael. Pull up a calculator for me. Got it. The enhanced crystal weapon seed right now is hundred and fifty million GP. Mm-hmm. Right. Crystal armor seeds. Are seven point seven mil. Okay, so one hundred and fifty <clears throat> plus seven point seven times six. So let's so, do that first. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Well, that's pem pemdas, Michael. We know some things about math. Seven point seven times six. Seven point seven times six is forty six point two mil. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus the hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. So that comes now, out to yep. 196 mil 196 but the thing about the bofa is that it has charges as does the armor so we're gonna take a quick second here to do more quick math all right michael yes after figuring out the charge cost i would like you to add another 44 million gp to that okay. total Hmm. all right are you ready? Now, we're, oh. no, we're, oh, easy there, killer. We are <laughs> not ready yet, unfortunately. So, in order to make the armor, you will also need more. So, let's add another, mm, we'll be generous, call it 6.5 mil to that as well, just to create the armor. Okay. Yep, so that's another 6.5 million, Okay. Uh, and then you also have to charge the crystal armor. So mm-hmm. how many charges does it start out with? I want to say like 2,000. You can put up to 20,000 in it. So realistically, you could spend a little bit more. But we'll be nice and we're not going to, you know, you're not going to fully charge it yet. You got to save a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah, right? You're yeah. just going to use 2,000 charges in your in your crystal armor. What's our total, Michael? 246.7 million GP. That is significantly more expensive than 150 million GP for the enhanced crystal weapon seed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the example of the point that I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. The point that Michael and I are trying to 
drive home with this is rebuilding is a lot more expensive than just buying the item. Yeah. Ironically, the only example of this that's not entirely the case is the twisted bow. Because while dragon arrows are about 13 to 1400 GP a piece right now, a thousand dragon arrows is what? 1.4 mil. God, I can't wait till we make stickers of that shitty math. Um, <laughs> Or whatever that is. 1,400 um, times 1,000 is 1. 1.4 mil. So you're, you're right. <laughs> hey, man. But an, an additional 1.4, 1.5 mil for 1,000 arrows with the Ava's assembler, you know, because that's untradeable. You won't be getting rid of that. You spend the least amount of money on charges and ammunition. Mm-hmm. Everything else that we have mentioned, other than the Dragon Hunter Lance, I suppose, uh, is going to be a lot more expensive than you think. So with using Bofa as an example, the bow is okay, but it's not really good until you have the full crystal. It's not good without right. charges. Right. It, it's, I think it's a charge every shot. Is that the case or yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You get 20,000 charges, right? When, if you have an uncorrupted Bofa, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the armor rate is. I'm not the, sure. So the armor the armor loses a charge every time you take damage. Oh, gotcha. So not every time you get hit, every time you take damage. Sweet. So if you pray against everything correctly, you don't take damage. Or if you're just killing something, like I wore full crystal to do chompy birds, I didn't lose any charges. Um, but rebuilds are more expensive than just buying the item. So I'll, I'm going to say this as both a recommendation... And as like a statement of fact, if you have exactly enough money in your bank to buy one of these items, if your bank value says 75 mil for a Dragon Hunter Lance, 580 mil for a Scythe of a Tour, you do not have enough money to buy that item. Mm-mm. You're right. Because you need a cushion. Yeah. You you need that you need that cushion. You need to put a lot more into it beyond the money that gets invested. The Bofa being one of the best examples of how a 150 million GP weapon that a lot of people strive for in the rebuild actually costs 250 mil to rebuild with it properly. Mm-hmm. Now you could save money and just use the charges from the uncorrupted Bofa, but then you inevitably have to spend more money in the long term on more charges for more shards. Right. Or you have to do something like Gauntlet or Zalcano, where you don't actually use the uh, the charges. It's funny, nothing in Prif Dennis besides maybe killing elves, <laughs> you actually use the Bofa for. Hmm. You think about that? No. Like nothing in Prif you use. Like you don't use it at Zalcano. Oh. You don't use it at Gauntlet. You don't use it at Corrupted Gauntlet. You don't use it farming. You don't use it agility. You maybe use it in the Slayer dungeon. Yeah. But that's funny. Eh, you don't use it anywhere. You would obtain a lot of crystal shards frequently. So it's funny where the the weapon you use to make there, you don't get a whole lot of charges for it, which is not the case for other weapons. Right. right? So the both is an outlier in that sense, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So I want to real quick, just mention we've been talking about like, you know, it's 150 mil for the bow, but then we just threw out a big number, 246.7 mil. The reason that you you can't just get a Bofa and start using it is because it's really not good without full crystal armor. 
And it's not not to say that you have to wear the top, the bottom, and the helmet at everything. There is some exceptions where maybe a SERP helm is better. Um, maybe you just take the top. But I don't own the, the helmet, frankly. Okay. So yeah, I don't own the helmet. could but. save you some money in that regard. You don't need the helmet. But if you are planning to get a, a bow, a Farrington, a Bofa, you, you really, really can't just go with like your standard range setup. It does, it's not good with Armadale. It's not good with less dehyde. They designed it to be kind of a handicap with the crystal armor so that it didn't compete with the twisted bow. It's mm-hmm. a completely separate weapon, and they're not just doing a reskin twisted bow. So there was a huge discussion whenever that item came out. I think it got reworked. I want to say that <clears throat> they had to go back to the drawing board on it because at originally proposed, it was it was pretty strong. It's, correct me if I'm wrong on that, Oxy. I don't know if they had to rework it. I think the original plan was to buff the shit out of the crystal bow you get from um, Roving Elves. Oh, okay. I think that was the plan. Gotcha. To like absolutely buff the shit out of it. Yeah. But and hey, I mean, didn't end up doing that. We have heard of people do Zolar with a crystal bow. Crystal bow. So if you don't have the money for the bow of Erdenhin, you can still kill Zolar with a crystal bow. Not recommended though. Yeah. But yeah. on the same note. The reason why you can't just go to the GE with 581 mil and get a scythe is because the scythe takes charges. And those yes, charges, charges are very are expensive. Expensive. That that is not just for the scythe. That is period. If you're looking to buy yeah. gear that degrades or gear that takes any sort of charge, charges are expensive. Now, money is different to every person. I'll use myself as an example. At this point, when I want to charge my blowpipe or I want to charge my serp helm, I'll I will buy out. I'll do buy limit on scales. I'll just top the bitch off and put like twenty, thirty thousand in there, however many it lets me put in. Mm-hmm. Now that's not very expensive. Blood runes are expensive. Vials of blood are expensive. My sang, my scythe. Those things are a little bit more pricey to charge for me right now. And I have money to do it. It's just I can't top them off. You know, I have to. It's a big investment for me to top it off right now. At this point in my account two years ago, right, I was buying like 500 Zolra skills at a time because like that's all the money I had. Because like we said, money is different for every person. So the term expensive varies quite a bit. So sometimes a thousand Zolra scales and you split them 500 serp helm, 500 uh, blowpipe. That's all you can do for the day. You know, that's mm-hmm. still, it's not like that's the cheapest buy in the world. So, right. No matter what, understand that charges are expensive. Mm-hmm. Repairing Barrow's armor is expensive. Like we said, blood runes, vials of blood. Crystal shards are expensive, either because you're buying them on the Grand Exchange or they have a time cost. You have to do a lot of the same activity over and over and over again to get the charges that you need. If you MVP Zalcano, you get like three charges or three shards. Mm-hmm. Completing the Corrupted Gauntlet, you get like five to nine shards. And if you're trying to top something off, if you're trying to top off Crystal Armor, you're going to need 100 or so. You're going to corrupt the Bowfling, you need 2,000. Yeah. Or corrupt the Blade of Saldor, you need 2,000. So. You know, we we talk about charges. You, we'll throw ammunition in there as well. 
right? Dragon arrows aren't super expensive. Ruby and diamond bolts E are. Yeah. R- Ruby bolts in particular. Ruby dragons are like 2400 a, a shot or something, 2400 a bolt. They're 2893. 2800 20 Jesus Christ 2900 GP yeah. per bolt. That's shit. That's like 3 mil for a stack of 100, no? Uh, no, that's no. I lied. That, see that right there? That's bad math. No, that that's about two hundred k for a stack of a hundred. Three hundred k, something like yeah, that. That's about three hundred k for a stack of a hundred. God, we really got to stop doing math on XP ways, man. Why did we pick a, a money focused episode? <laughs> this is not this is not a good look for us. Dragon, in any case, dragon darts are also like twenty five hundred each. Bro, I don't even want to think about dragon darts. I need to buy more dragon darts to put in my blowpipe for the Inferno, and I've been neglecting it because I haven't gotten to Zuck. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to invest that kind of money until like, I know I'm there, because, man, that shit is pricey. So uh, to circle back to the point we originally made, if you have exactly enough money to buy the item you want, you can't afford the item you want mm. because charges cost a lot, lot, lot of money. So do your research, do the math, figure out what you figure out, figure out more accurately what kind of money you're going to need. Revenant ether is not super expensive to buy, right? But it still adds up because you have to use a thousand revenant ether to activate the weapons to begin with, Mm. you know, activate the craws, activate the, the goras, whatever you're, whatever you're rocking with. Right. So, just keep that in mind, you know? Yeah. So one thing that Oxy has always said in the past when talking about a rebuild is keep your Zenites. So yes. I guess we could transition into like, what should you keep and what should you prioritize? Because mm-hmm. there's a big difference between an Amulet of Fury and an Amulet of Torture. And I mean, it's one of those investments that you kind of make for your account and you keep it. It's not untradeable by any means, but it is one of those, once you get a Zenite, you keep it. And some of them have an imbue, so there is that to think about. Like, you can imbue your Ring of Suffering, and mm-hmm. it is quite annoying to unimbue it. You don't get all of your uh, points back. You get some, but definitely think about the other gear besides your Zenites, if you are going to sell your entire bank. Um Again, there are certain items that can be used, but like uh, a necklace of what is it the the range anguish. the necklace of anguish. There's not really another good alternative. I mean, besides the amulet of fury. So, you know, if you're gonna go with a uh, if you're gonna go with a Tebow rebuild, necklace of anguish is probably the one you're gonna keep. Now, do you need an mm-hmm. amulet of torture if you're gonna do a Tebow rebuild? Probably. Because not everything can be killed with a Tebow. Vorkath is not a Tebow uh, monster. It could be. It could be. I don't think Vorkath's mage level is where a Tebow is efficient. Because, like, it could be. But, yeah. Michael brings up a good point. And for those of you at home who have been listening in and listening along with our uh, show for all these 64 weeks or something like that, you're thinking to yourself... I already know what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear my shitty untradeable gear. I'm going to go back to Dragon Boots. Dragon Boots G, if you got the little bit of extra money lying around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to go with my fighter torso, my obsidian legs, my Nezzy helmet. 
But why not sell my Zenites? Zenites are like 17 mil right now, dude. Have you seen that? What? Zenites are pricey as shit. Wow. Yeah. It's like, really if I get a Black Demon's Task on the main, I might actually do Dermonic Gorillas for money. Wow. Like, it's, yeah, it's really good. The reason we say some things you have to keep, you know, I, I said at the top of the episode, like, you'll be in a twisted boat with Black Dehyde, right? That That's pretty much true. I did, I bought a scythe for our for our bingo uh, a couple, like, months ago at this point, and I went on my first tob with a scythe in full dragon. <laughs> like, I, I had no money, you know. The dragon was mostly a meme, but the point is, I didn't have much of anything to work with. So... We say keep your Zenites and don't add them because while we have said in the past, and I will say again, a Fury is just as good in most situations as a Torture. Not numerically, you lose max hits, obviously, but when you're in that later game period of your account where you the choice is either do I buy a Torture or do I buy Rigor, right? choice is choice is pretty easy like when you only have a little bit of money to work with and it's not coming in that frequently right a fury will work damn near just as well at pretty much everything because it's effectively exactly the same again i know for all the high level people out there going um actually i know you lose max hits i know i know this is not the case when you're doing a rebuild like this these items are best in slot for a reason, right? They give good magic damage, range damage, and melee damage boost. And the Ring of Suffering gives a prayer bonus and is pretty essential for, you know, activities like Zolra, things like that. That's a great point. You don't want to yeah, do Zolra you, with just a Ring of Duel, like a Ring of Recoil. You do yeah, not you want don't to. Need to be, you don't need to be that budget, right? No. But when looking at things to sell and not to sell... Keep your Zenites because if you're buying a Twisted Bow or a Scythe or a DHCB, you're not in baby content anymore. You're not taking a Twisted Bow or a Scythe to a Slayer task. You're not, you know, taking this stuff to go kill goblins, you know, for the champion scroll. Like you're going to, to some pretty high end. Like we said, you're out the door. You're into the PVM content yeah. now at this point, pretty deep into it. If you're at this stage of a, your account where you're thinking, yeah, I think I'm going to rebuild and buy this. Right. And when you're doing things like chambers, if you're doing Vorkath all day long, you're doing Zalra, Hydra, theater of blood, Fazani's nightmare all day long. Next. Next. Hell yeah. Next is not bad with a twisted bow. You know, maybe you want to do a Zarite crossbow rebuild because you're a next bot like our boy Ryan is. You know, maybe you want to do a Zarite crossbow rebuild. You need the items to help make it worth it, mm-hmm. right? A Dragonheart Lance or a Scythe in full bronze is not the same thing as a Dragonheart Lance or a Scythe in full bandos or a fighter torso with obsidian legs, right? It's not the same as a glory versus a torture, you know, or rune gloves versus ferocious gloves. Like when you get to the point where you have a weapon like that kind of needs some bigger stuff. So things not to sell, right? Your four Zenite pieces of jewelry. In my opinion, you shouldn't get rid of them ever, right? Like once you got them, they may as well be permanent upgrades, right? I've, I didn't sell my Zenites to buy my scythe. I kept them 
We got we were scraping by the skin of our teeth to finish the scythe rebuild, but we did it without selling zenites. Um, keep your ferocious gloves, so don't sell your hydro leather. Um, don't sell this. This should be obvious, but like, don't sell your Slayer helm. Don't sell your black mask. Don't do that. Don't don't disassemble your Slayer helmet and sell your black mask. That is, that's not a good decision. I'm trying to think of other things in my bank. You can't sell an Avernic Defender, so don't even try. You can alk it for a mill. Also, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't. And when looking at things to sell, be cautious of where the wealth in your bank is. Mm-hmm. Don't sell a whole lot of runes. It's true. If you if you have skilling supplies for something. Like, let's say you have a 500 mil bank and you're going to sell it to buy, you know, a scythe or whatever. But 20 mil of that is in mahogany planks because you're trying to get 99 construction. You just sold those levels, right? Don't sell equipment that you're going to need other places. Don't sell your crystal pickaxe. Don't sell your infernal harpoon. You know, don't sell... um, you know, I was at my goal when I did my scythe rebuild was to keep all my inferno supplies. Mm. So I kept my coat I wand. You know, don't sell and again, if you're if you're <laughs> a longtime XP waster, you should know by now. Do not sell your trifecta. Keep your abyssal whip, keep your toxic blowpipe, keep your toxic trident. No matter what, those three weapons should be in your bank once you get them forever. I am not kidding. I don't use my normal Abyssal Whip very often at all anymore. And it's going to stay in my bag forever. Like, do not, do not get rid of the trifecta, please. So this kind of ties both into what Michael was saying of like, you have items to keep. And the last point we made of like, you have less money than you think when going for a rebuild. I feel like this is turning into more of like a cautionary tales as as opposed to being excited. I feel like we can cap off with a little bit of excitement at the end, but yeah. Well, I I had something I wanted to bring up with you just as a thought for at least mm-hmm. the the viewers and the listeners that are here right now. Mhm. Would it be better to wait until after raids 3 Tombs of a Mask hit because right now the prices of everything have skyrocketed. We were talking about Zenites being 17 mil. I think a couple months ago, those babies were like 13 or 14 mil. And that's not a, that's not a big jump. But you're talking about the Tebow being like close to a bill. I mean, that's, 100, that's like 100 mil, almost 200 mil that you could have you know, saved when buying it. So is it worth it to potentially... Because here's my thought. Is it worth it to potentially sell your things now while the prices are high, then kind of live off a of welfare gear with a fairly large cash stack, and then see how prices are going to fluctuate in a month or two? Because you can get away with a t- you know you can get away with a torso, obsidian legs, you can get away with your your foil elite void if you have it. Um, you know you could you could roll with a larger cash stack. And maybe items are going to crash after the after the raids is released because right now people are panic buying because they don't know what the what the metas are going to be. 
a great example is once Next came out, the Armadale crossbow literally dropped like 60 mil. I think the hour that Next came out, Armadale crossbow was was so much. And then it, it tanked so hard. So once the metas get flushed out and people figure out what items you actually need for the raid, there may be items that you had your eye on that are going to go down. Um, the big three, the Bofa, the Tebow, and the Scythe, I don't think that those are going to go down very much because every day people still continue to buy them. They're still getting put into the game from content and the taxes still take them out. So those will never go down. But, you know, there may be things that you could buy back that you sold at a high and make a little profit. What are your thoughts? I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if I I love that plan just because what you might potentially gain and or save in money, you lose on experience. Not experience as in like XP, experience as in like how much fun you're having playing the game. I, I I'll stand by it forever. You can do any piece of content in this game with an abyssal whip, toxic blowpipe, and a trident of the swamp. You can do it with black dehyde. You can do it with fighter torso and obsidian legs and dragon boots. You can do it with RMs. Hell, you can do it in mystics, right? You can do any piece of content with relatively cheap gear. That said, as someone who has a lot of bossing experience, that can suck. That can be just... I I don't know how else to explain it other than it's just such a dramatic downgrade in a lot of cases. Like, if you were to sell your entire bank to sit on money till after items from Tombs of a Mask get went out, that means you're taking the trifecta and rag gear into tombs of a mascot. So that's not to mention the two months we have in between two months could be closer to like six. Lord knows. Um, <laughs> there's never a guarantee, you know, really? Yeah. There's never a guarantee. This stuff's going to come out on time. Not that we don't have faith in Jagex for a good release. Just that like shit gets delayed, man. It's part of the process. Um, but you, like, what are you going to do in between that time? Yeah. If you sell your lance, if you sell your crossbow, if you sell your bofa, if you sell your full bandos, what are you going to do in between that time? You sell your code eye, like you know what I would do. You don't, you don't have a whole lot of. You would skill and get a max cape. <laughs> I know that's what you would do. Yes. So like that's not that's not the point of <laughs> the question. Just go right? woodcutting. Like, you, <laughs> but yeah, like you have. I, I would say no. I would think that is a bad idea of 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 selling everything to wait till after raids three because while some items might crash some items are going to go up you know imagine something like you know shit dude imagine something like the spectral suddenly being super worth it because it's a boss that will like drain your prayer with every attack imagine an item oh shit what's like a niche item imagine an item like a kodai where you need to be able to like auto cast Arceus spells or some shit like that in tombs of a mascot that skyrockets to 250 mil, you know, 
let alone how some of these items are going to play off of one another once the new raids rewards come out. You know, the Shadow of Temekin. Is that the new mage weapon mm-hmm. they're talking about yes. releasing? That has like single-handedly, even the phrase Shadow of Temekin, whatever it is, has single-handedly like driven the price of ancestral gear through the roof. Yeah. We don't even know what this weapon is going to look like yet, but the description of how they are going to implement it into the game, it's going to be f- cracked. So for people who don't know, it triples your accuracy and damage. This weapon, it's like a powered staff that triples accuracy and damage. Yeah. I don't even, unless I'm mistaken and that's not exactly what it does, somebody correct me in the Discord if that's the case, but I'm pretty certain you're going to be a death machine. Yeah, Chaos did a a video kind of explaining what the current meta is and what the meta could be. And I think he said right now the max hit with a trident full ancestral is like 30-something, high high 30s. Um, With the Shadow of Tumekin full ancestral, it's going to be like near 6570. Not exactly, yeah. but that's going to double your DPS with rain, with mage. And that essentially changes the DPS for most of the God Wars bosses where everything mage is a better option than melee or range. Crazy. The shadow of Temekin is it's the twisted bow of the, of magic essentially i don't even I, I can hardly even fathom how powerful this weapon is going to be right so an item like that that's going to affect the price of ancestral that's going to affect the price of tormented bracelets in a perfect world that would affect the price of occults but i don't think that's going to be the case right so to say that i'm going to sell everything to get a big cash stack to wait for raids three don't don't do that yeah. don't do that because if the Karis is cracked with Crush and Inquisitor skyrockets, you're screwed. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I it's wouldn't. A, it's I wouldn't. a huge gamble. And I took that gamble whenever Next came out. I had like five or six Armadale crossbows sitting in my bank. And I lost like close to 100 mil. So obviously with whatever we say um, for selling your bank, you could sell your bank. And then a minute later, things could go up. Like it, there's inherent risk that i don't think we should be held liable for but you do what you do with your money what you want to we're not telling you michael's legal (laughs) it's a legal disclaimer um no jmods aren't going to come after us or anything but yeah obviously you do what you want to with your money um we're Mm -hmm. not the experts here but we do have i say we oxy has experience with the rebuild he's done it with the bofa i think right and you're definitely so I didn't definitely I didn't actually do it with the Bofa. I got an enhanced crystal weapon seed as a drop from regular gauntlet. Oh. And when I got the drop, it was during bingo last July. It was the big last July when I got uh, 99 range, the Bofa, and the Nightmare Pet in the same week. Whoa. It was pretty expensive to corrupt the Bofa. Uh-huh. I will say, yeah. I was not expecting how expensive this Bofa was going to be to corrupt. So much so that I didn't even have crystal armor for a while. And I just did gauntlet for seeds. Oh, wow. For the longest time. Yeah. Which is a viable I only got like one. I got like one or two seeds mm-hmm. from gauntlet. And I'm like, this sucks. And just like spent the money <laughs> I had on crystal seeds. Imagine, imagine. But that was over the course of like a month or two. Imagine being an Iron Man and sitting there like, 
yeah, it must be nice. And they're like 400 corrupted dry of a seed or something. Oh, this no. Ain't, uh, this ain't an Iron Man friendly episode, baby. I got that bitch on like 70-something KC from regular Gauntlet. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I didn't technically do a Bofa rebuild. Like, I sold things I had in excess in my bank. Like, I had like 8 mil worth of purple sweets that I had just collected from clues over the years. Because, like, I'm not a sweaty gamer. I don't use purple sweets. Yeah. So I sold those. I sold whatever loot tab I had. I sold some spare, like, manta rays, some spare runes. Like, I didn't sell all of them because, truly, you don't you don't want to sell all your runes. You will always need them bitches for something. Um, but I, I corrupted it that way, but it was expensive. So, yeah, no, the scythe was my only true rebuild that I had to do, which even then was just a comical experience because I was just so busted when i did my scythe scythe rebuild like i we say you don't have as much money as you think because i bought a scythe and then the boys in vc were like huh no charge it and i'm like (laughs) because i i know a scythe takes charges and i had vials of blood in my bank from from theater but i didn't have that many blood runes because Still going for an infernal cape, so I need those those blood runes. Didn't you go and um, craft blood runes for, for like a like an hour or, or two? <laughs> yeah, I crafted like two k blood runes uh, one day. I think while we were recording. Um, no, but uh, I have a thought that kind of brings it into another topic. I want to talk about. Okay. Right, my scythe rebuild has actually gone pretty well, um, but rebuilds can go pretty shitty. Um, I say my scythe rebuild has gone well, not because I've made a ton of money. I have made a lot of money, but not that's not why it's been going well. It's been going well because I've been having fun. Hey, there you right? go. I've been having a good time with using the scythe as a weapon. I've been enjoying taking the scythe. Theater of Blood's a different encounter with a scythe. Oh my god, it's so nice. Um, taking it to chambers on melee hand, you know, the two chambers I've sent in the last couple of months or however many it's been, you know, taking it to Cerberus, taking it to various, you know, just like different bossing things, taking it to DKs, hell, even DKs with a scythe is a good time. But so the the content has been fun. But one thing you got to understand is that it, it, it might not be right. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to to toot my own horn here, but again, I got the KCs to back it up. I'm good enough at the game that I can do most content with bronze armor and a scythe of a tour. Except for Vizani's Nightmare. Don't come after me, Jake. I can't do PNM. Not now, not ever. Um, but, you know... I have the skill set to be okay taking damage. I have the skill set to to ride low HP. I'm fine with that. You guys know me. I'd if you've done PVM with me, you know that I would rather die than brew in like every situation I'm in. And half the time, I do die when I should have brewed. Um, but I'm okay to do things in rag gear because I I'm comfortable with being hurt. I'm comfortable with being attacked by a boss. If you're just getting into PVM, which I was for a time as well, there was a time where I brought Sarah Bruce to Vorkath because I was just, I brought Sarah Bruce to Zalra trying to learn it, which like, don't, please don't do that. 
Your stats get so low, you don't end up killing the boss. Spoiler alert, you die 35 times in a day. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I wasn't at that level, if you gave me this god-tier weapon with just, like, regular void or whatever I was rocking at the time, I probably would have had a shitty time because I still wouldn't have been able to do the content that I was expecting to do. And that leads into the next point of if you rebuild with certain items, if you rebuild with a crossbow, if you rebuild with a twisted bow, if you rebuild with a scythe or a dragon hunter, anything, right? You're locked into whatever that content can do. Let me give you an example. You spend all your money on a DHCB, right? How much are DHCBs these days? 100 something mil? Dragon hunter. Let's look it up. Dragon hunter crossbows are 84 mil. God, those are cheaper than I thought. So you spend all your whole bank, you spend 85 mil on the crossbow, and you spend another million GP in ruby bolts, right? Ruby and diamond dragon bolts for Vorkath or whatever. You now no longer have access to um, Abyssal Sire, Theater of Blood, um, Cal Fight Queen. Kriara kind of sucks with a DHCB. Uh, you can't really do Zalra with a DHCB. I suppose you can, but frankly, I don't think Zalra is weak to it. Can't do Venonatus. Jad kind of sucks with a DHCB. You know what doesn't suck with a DHCB? Vorkath. Vorkath, Hydra, Chambers of Zarek. And Brutal Black Dragons. That's, that's like a sleeper it. sleeper monster right there. You know, that's... But that's it. <laughs> yeah. Chambers of Zarek, Vorkath, Hydra. Maybe Brutal Black Dragons. Four pieces of content. Scythe of a Tour. Great weapon. Fun to use. If you can't tob, you're going to waste your money. Mm -hmm. If you can tob, you're going to waste your money until you get drops. Because with a scythe, every swing is very expensive. Like we said earlier, charges are expensive, period. And when every swing is a couple thousand GP you really want to use it places you make money. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Cerberus, like I did in bingo and don't get a crystal, you lost a lot of money. If you take it to DKs or grotesque guardians, you don't get a drop. You've lost a lot of money. Yeah. You take it to chambers where nobody ever makes any money. Shut up, Mima. Uh, nobody ever makes any money. Damien um, just got a hundred million. Yeah. Damien just cracked off Ooh. like a back to back last night. He's going for it again tonight Ooh. too. He said he found a he he found someone who's um, you know, Aussie oh, uh, nice. Chambers person. So they're going out like the same time when he gets home from work today, uh, and he's gonna go just do Chambers, which he's super stoked about. Um, he loves Chambers. We love you, Damien. Um, but it's hard to make consistent money with a scythe outside of like two pieces of content, and that's if you get lucky at both of them. Yeah, I love Tob. The average chest does not fund the blood runes it takes to charge it. Right? You have to get a purple. Fazani's Nightmare doesn't print any money until it prints 400 mil with an Inquisitor's Mace. You know? Like, when you get these items, you're kind of locked into doing the content that these items thrive in. Like Michael said, you can't really take a twisted boat of Vorkath. 
And Vorkath is arguably the most consistent money in the game. Maybe not the best money in the game, but certainly the most consistent, like on a per kill basis. Oh right. Do you want to know mm. something crazy? I just looked up mm. the cost per hour. The cost per hour using a scythe. And according to the wiki, yeah. it's 1.4 mil. If you're yep. attacking the entire time, because it's 1.2k per swing. So every time you swing that bad boy, no matter what the hit is, it uses a charge. I don't think does it, it doesn't use a charge on a failed hit. So every time you hit with it, it's about 1.2k. So mm-hmm. it's expensive. Oxy's not joking. Yeah. So while the scythe possibly has the biggest upkeep of any weapon, this applies, like this concept applies for every weapon. Right, this concept applies for your toxic trident. It applies for a sang staff. It applies for a toxic blowpipe. Like this concept of it's going to cost X amount of money per hour to operate. It's you know, what's it called? It's universal, right? So, but my point is, in addition to having to be cautious and be considerate of the money you have and the money you're willing to spend and the items you're willing to get rid of for a time being, you also have to consider the content that you're kind of going to be locked into doing. If you do a Twisted Bow rebuild, you've got Chambers, you've got Hydra, you've got Zilly, and you've got Zalra. I know the Twisted Bows go to other places. I know you could go to Criara with it. I know you could take it to like a Dagonoth Prime or whatever. But once you buy some of these rebuild items, kind of stuck doing that content for at least a little while. You know, I didn't. I, it cost me a lot of money to do my scythe for the first probably two weeks I had it. Like... I, I felt like I was in the mid-game again, dude. I was getting loot chests from TOB, teleporting to the Grand Exchange to sell the loot, to buy, but, to, to buy blood runes, to teleport back to Versenhaza to fill the well and go, do we think 215 charges are going to get me through this next one? All right, we go again. Like that. That's where I was at when I first bought the scythe, right? And I had a 1.1 bill bank at the time, but... I didn't want to sacrifice my Inferno gear. I didn't want to sacrifice my skilling supplies. Because, like we said, just because you have the the dollar amount in your bank doesn't mean you can afford to sell that dollar amount. That's probably a good way to put it. Just because you have it doesn't mean you can afford it. So If you're looking for just, money in your bank, there's a useful plugin on RuneLight called Bank Heat Map. Um, it's in the plugin hub, but essentially once you enable it, um, everything in your map or <clears throat> everything in your bank will turn a certain color. So I think the most expensive items will be like orange or red. And then once you take stuff out, it then looks for the next most expensive item. So it can help you to find those stacks of items. Like Oxy was saying, he had 8 mil in, in purple sweets. It's not generally something you're like, oh, wow, that's an expensive item. So Yeah. You guys ever go to like a bank tab and you look and you go, where like how the hell is this bank tab worth 60 mil what like where does that money come from you know yeah and i i i want to i want to take a minute to apologize for being more elitist than normal this episode <laughs> i know normally we don't get into the like high end 
bits of PVM. But this truly has been talked about a little bit within our community. People have been talking about both for rebuilds, talking about Tebow rebuilds, talking about Scythe rebuilds. You know, I just got off of, I'm not off the Scythe rebuild. The amount of placeholders I have in my bank is comical right now of like shit I don't have. I got made fun of at Verson Haas the other day for Dragon Boots G. I went, I went in and they're like, no way this guy has a fire cape and dragon boots G. I went, man, <laughs> y'all ever heard of a scythe rebuild? Man. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. But yeah, I'm, yeah. If, if you guys are considering a rebuild, there's a lot of things that go into it. That said, the positives of a rebuild, it can be so much fun. Yeah. Like the, the power trip of some of these weapons it's like nothing you've ever experienced oh before. gosh you're right if you spend your days at zalra smacking eights with a toxic blowpipe because all you can afford is adamant darts like broke ass me when i first started learning zalra and you get a twisted bow and you hit 50 50 50 but and in one rotation yeah holy shit it's great when you can get through and encounter a chambers of zarek without taking any damage because the twisted bow has a longer range than most weapons in the game. Yeah. Right. You can do safe spots. <clears throat> you also smack the shit out of some of these bosses. Yeah. It owns ohm. Like anything. I, I don't care who you are. If you hit an 80, that's good. That's good. Yeah. If you can hit a big twisted bow <laughs> hit or you hit a big scythe swing or you hit a big, you know, you hit a 60 on Vorkath with a Dragon Hunter Lance. You get the you get back to back to back Rees with a Dragon Hunter crossbow. Like, ooh, that stuff just feels good. Yeah. You know? Imbi said in the recording booth chat, she said, Does anybody else remember when Oxy wasn't TOB confident? Our boy has grown. <laughs> I still am not TOB confident. Once I learn to pog tank, I'll feel comfortable carrying people, but I can't <laughs> pog tank, so no. You have grown though. Let's not skip over that fact. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I would, I would like to, like I said last week, I've got a thousand KC, and I which I listened to that episode, and I'm like, man, I really did say I got a thousand TOB KC, didn't I? Shit, oh, it's so funny. I didn't do a single bit of top since we recorded that episode. I was convinced I was going to get a hundred KC, and we just like haven't gone back. <laughs> like we just have not gone back, no. but. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, we have over a hundred. I don't know, dude. I can't give myself any sort of any sort of limits like that anymore. Yeah. But if you guys are considering a rebuild, comment. Let us know. Tell us in Discord. Um, you know, leave a comment on YouTube. Look at me promoting the show. <gasps> oh, actually, um, promoting community engagement on a platform that isn't a Discord voice chat. Um, I mean, you may have just asked the community question. We'll find out. Well, we'll (laughs) see. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, that you got any other any other main points on a rebuild, Michael? I think this podcast is not the extensive research that should be done when it goes into contemplating a rebuild. This episode, the last hour, is not your end. It's not the end of your research. It's the start. So look into the monsters that you can kill. Look into the levels it takes to kill them. Look into the GP per hour. Look into how much time you play per week. 
There's a lot Looking of to the cost per hour yes. of some of these weapons. I did not look know. up how much these items look, look up how much some of these charges cost to buy. When I got a blowpipe, nobody told me that Zoller skills were 270 GP at the time. I got a blowpipe a long time ago when scales were that expensive. I nearly shit myself when I had to spend that much money on scales. I was like, are you kidding me? How am I going to upkeep this weapon? Yeah. Right? Like, so so pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah, that was a great point, Michael. This is the starting point for your rebuild research, yes. not not the not the end point. And if you've not even the midpoint. No. <laughs> this is where you start thinking about a rebuild, right here. If you've done the research, then let this be maybe the push to do it or the push to not do it. So let us know. Let us know. If you've done the research and you were just waiting for somebody to help you confirm whether or not you should do it, then let us know. We want to know. If you've been complete, if you've been contemplating it, this is your sign. Do it. <laughs> Let me back up. Let me back up. If you've been contemplating it and you have met the requirements that we've talked about, i.e., you have more money than you think you need, you're able to keep a majority of the items that you would need, right? You're able to keep your Zenites, you can keep your ferocious gloves, you can keep you know whatever else, right? You can keep all that stuff and you can afford the basic gear, right? And if you're comfortable doing the content that you're buying the item for, if you want to spend 5,600 kills going for the Hydra Pet, Twisted Bow is a great item to buy. Because yeah. you're going to make a shitload of money doing that. But if you just want a Twisted Bow to have a Twisted Bow, <laughs> take that time to consider it. If you've met the requirements and you're looking for the push, send it. Do the rebuild tonight, the minute you hear this episode. <laughs> Sell your shit and buy the item. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Does that well I think uh, yeah I think I think that about does it for this uh for this portion of the episode. I hope I talked enough to give uh our dear friend Michael some some time to rest with his with his sickness here cuz he's been doing doing great. We didn't pre-pot Nyquil like we uh like oh, we did Nyquil? the last episode. We didn't pre-pot well Nyquil, Dayquil, whatever. Oh, we didn't pre-pot uh drugs i did this episode but it wasn't on camera you did yeah i took oh, him man. like two minutes before i walked in the room did, but man, you're not sick though are you no <laughs> i could have drank beer but i don't know <laughs> i don't know man i'm trying to <laughs> solidarity i guess i don't know but with any, with that we're gonna go to break so we will see you guys in a little bit Hey, my name's Dominic Onion. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about my newest endeavor, the Nightmare Zone. It's an opportunity for adventurers like yourself to come down and relive some of your favorite bosses, but in an unconventional way. We've got nothing but great reports from our adventurers who have done it. Here comes one right now. Hey, what's your favorite quest boss? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure. I held the space bar and clicked the boss. I couldn't even tell you. I've done, like, maybe ten quests in my entire life. Mine's Agrithanana. Um. He's so funny. He looks like a banana. Okay. Hey! You wanna come relive some of those quest boss fights? Not really. I'm just here to buy some... Perfect! Rubber. I'll give you a tour. Talk to me, and I'll set you up with a rumble. You can fight all the bosses at one time. Kill the bosses, you get points. You can buy things to make your next rumble easier. You can also buy herb boxes and scrolls from my personal collection of paper. Give me enough points, and I'll use some of my onion magic. And I'll abuse some of your items for you. You'll just, like, 
do this for free? Of course not, Adventure. Man's gotta eat. It'll cost you a couple thousand GP per rumble. I don't think it's much to ask. So what do you think? Should I get you set up with a rumble? Uh, yeah, no. I think I'm just gonna go by- Perfect! Come talk to me and you can choose what bosses you want to fight. See what I mean? Flawless reviews from adventurers. The people you know won't let me inside, so I set up shop right outside the front gate. Come pay me a visit. Hey! Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know I sure did. This is the part of the episode where we shout out our patrons. And this is also the part of the episode that we definitely didn't have to repeat because Oxy didn't have the patrons pulled up when he brought us back from commercial. So, as always, starting from the wise old man tier, we have Scape Caution, Elagio, Bolomer, Basket, Benjamin R., Hadadbod, C. Gladney, Morty, Creamed Ham, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forestry, Imby Jones, Jack M., Jake W., Jerry L., or Jari L., or Yari L. Neither Michael and I know how to pronounce it because we realized at this minute this is the first time we both said it out loud. Please correct us in Discord. Jordy, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Mima, Nine 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 nine. No pause. Russ of Fury. Salted Snake. Soggy Waffles. Shadow. Toast. Troll. Tyler H. And Zach without a K. Moving on to the King Black Dragon tier. The absolute chads of supporters. Legends. Who, su- yes, legends. We have my dad. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. Cookies and Milf. Kroll. The Lord Jake himself, our third favorite supporter, Ralph, and Spartan Fire. Thank you all so much for everyone who subscribed at the KBD and at the Wise Old Man tier. And to everyone who subscribed, regardless of the tier, shout out to the Gnome Child on our Patreon. We truly do appreciate your financial support. Again, not going to continue. The more I talk about it, the more awkward it gets. Just know that we do genuinely appreciate you. Michael, is it? Community question time? No, it's not. You want to know why? Because you don't know where to subscribe on Patreon. See, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> you go to patreon.com forward slash XP waste to, to get, uh, is it, is it XP waste? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's patreon.com forward slash XP waste. If you can't tell, I'm really not in this for the money because like for the love of, for the life of me, don't remember the link that you guys use to financially support yeah. us. So if you'd like to support us though, and listen to be me, listen to me be ever more awkward about it. Patreon.com forward slash XP waste. The link is in the discord and on pretty much all of our socials, including the link, uh, in the description of this episode down below please michael i need to stop talking um <laughs> yeah it, it's your turn it's my turn for, yeah so oxy is absolutely right it is my turn to talk regrettably um allergies are just kicking my butt guys so we'll do this we'll do this the best i can but there's only actually four responses this week to the community question uh so i don't know if it's that spotify just makes it incredibly difficult to find it but 
I tried to find the community question section on Spotify on my desktop and I couldn't find it. So if it's just a mobile thing, it's probably just a mobile thing. So uh, I think it is because I've had the same problem. It just like doesn't show up. Hmm. Well, at any rate, we asked you last week, what area of the game would you like to see get a makeover? So this was in line with what we talked about last week. And starting out with Badhi J, I think that's how you say your name, the Ardoin Zoo. Make it so you can become a zookeeper. New skill plus makeover for the area. That's pretty neat. Um, I think that could go in line with what they talked about in the game jam with wanting to bring in player-owned farms. So you could have a section where instead of a farm, you can raise like cool exotic animals and become a zookeeper. So that'd be cool. This is from That's cool as hell. This is from Toast. They said, I would like to see the Slayer Caves have a thematic change. The environments to fit each monster as you delve deeper into the caves. That would be sick. Ooh. And I would love to see the catacombs also get some sort of thematic change ever so slightly. Like, why not have the hill giants have some hill giant elements or have abyssal demons have some of that abyssal um you know when you go into like the abyssal plane mm-hmm. it's like all pink and gooey and gross <clears throat> like maybe put some of that up mm-hmm. there versus just having the monsters chill in an area um and this one is from this last one is from pork jerry aka bennett with king rolls ge tax you'd think verox streets would be paved with gold by now so it's kind of an answer to the question, but also just throwing shade on King Rold because that guy is a literal piece of trash. <laughs> a member of the Phoenix gang. <laughs> so that's it for the ones on Spotify. We did have a reply on YouTube. This one comes from Valeric, a longtime commenter. So they say, Yanil. They would like to see Yanil made over. I feel like it needs more of a unique identity. At the moment, it just feels like any other city but they really could uh, visually strengthen the idea of it being protected against the ogres nearby. Also give Gutanov a visual update while you're at it. I think Yanil is one of those classic cities that, I don't know, there's, there's a stigma floating around the game that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And when we're looking at these classic cities like Yanil, Lumbridge, Varrock, is Yanil a classic city? It's been there in a long time. It's It was from RuneScape in 2007, so it's been there for a while. I think the most recent change was Nightmare Zone whenever they uh, released yeah. Old School. So I know it's where like the original house portal used to be, where people used to like bone running and mm-hmm. shit, but like, yeah, it's just like our Doyen 2.0, basically. <laughs> right. Nobody goes to Yanil except for the Mages Guild on an Iron Man to buy their runes when they hit, once they hit 66 magic. And there's a clue steps there. So, and Nightmare Zone. But I agree. I think there's certain cities that could use a more unique feel than just the standard cut and paste. I think we talked about it enough in the last episode, but um, some of them are just feel like they're cookie cutter. But that is it for the community question. Thank you guys so much for answering. This week, we want to know if you could do a rebuild, what item of the big three that, that we talked about would you select? So Scythe, Tebow, or Bofa? Or any other item you'd want to rebuild. Hey, let's for. not limit it. Maybe you want to rebuild 
for an Elijah, or you want to rebuild for oh. thir- full like third age Druidic because your priority is looking fine as hell when your bank's standing at the <laughs> GE. So you know. So let's let us know. yeah. Any any item. If you're gonna do a rebuild, what item would you want to do it with? Should we go into achievement of the week or should we go into what Michael has been so giddy to talk about? I was out walking yesterday, <clears throat> blazing heat, got pretty sunburned, walked very far, fat blister on one of my toes, didn't care, pushed right through it. We had Pokemon to catch. Michael sent me a text message, and because I'm, you know, titties deep in digital Pokemon, I just completely ignored it until like 10 o'clock at night. Um, and he said, so, did you see my text? I said, no, I didn't open it yet. He goes, <clears throat> he goes. So you didn't even react? You didn't care about what I texted? I said, no, Michael, I didn't open it yet. He goes, oh, you should open my text. Um, <laughs> That's almost word for word. <laughs> Michael, what what did you text me about? I that you were so excited about, about yesterday. Three new postcards we got. Three. Like, we went straight from zero all the way to three in one week. So you guys know... Ever since we've gotten the P.O. Box, pretty much, I have been asking for some sort of mail, whether that's like fan mail, we don't get fan mail, whether that's like, if you want to send us stuff, thank you, shout out to MB, um, whether it's a letter, if you're not into email and you want to send some snail mail, but it's been what, uh, we got the P.O. Box in December, so it's been nearly four or five months. Way more than that. It's been almost seven or eight months. And these are the first three postcards we've ever gotten. So um, we got postcards from Minnesota, Vancouver, BC, and the Ukraine. What's the Ukraine one, Michael? It is Let me see it. Glasgow? I think that's Michael, how you say that. Are you sure it's not supposed to be Glasgow, Scotland? Ukraine. That's all I'm going off of. They didn't say, like, hey, I'm writing to you from here. It's not. Is it stamped? Yes. It may have gone through Ukraine. I don't know. I just have a hard time believing anything is going through Ukraine if it doesn't have to right now. Nothing wrong with Ukraine. There's something wrong. Mm. You know what I mean. Like Duke of Wellington's statue... I mean, I don't know. Sound off if you if you are Pixie and you sent us this postcard. We want to know because it has a it has a picture of where it should be from, but then it has a stamp on here that says you. Anyway, uh, that's not the point. <laughs> also, <clears throat> hi Pixie. I don't think I've ever actually spoken to you outside of maybe that Tob Learner day, <laughs> but you're in the clan chat all the time. Read that one first. Okay. The the Ukraine question mark, Scotland question mark, <laughs> uh, postcard. All right. So to Michael and Oxy, as I am now a solo group Ironman, leaving, <clears throat> listening to your podcast on my commute home, I get hyped to play when I get home. I'm going to get a quest point cape this year with your motivation. Hell yeah. This, oh, yeah. this card will probably arrive after Michael gets 99 fishing. Probably before Oxy finishes the Inferno, and definitely, <laughs> and definitely before my quest point cape. 
Can't wait to hear the next episode. I love the content. From Pixie slash Ben. And they have a PS in here that I don't know if it's satire, but they said, P.S. I hate fruit merch. <laughs> put that on screen for you guys. Good, good, <laughs> Pixie. Good, good. No one's I'm not the only one. No one's one. forcing you to buy it. <laughs> it's not about the merch itself. It's about sending a message. The fruit was gross. It needed to go nine weeks. It's not even about the fruit. They said, I hate what? fruit merch. If it was about the fruit, then you could say, dang, throw away the fruit already. But, like, I get it. <laughs> like, anyway, Pixie, thank you so much for the postcard. All the way from somewhere not the U.S. <clears throat> yeah, at this point, at this point, we're, we're not sure. Because Michael showed me the postcard and said, it's from Ukraine. And I thought to myself, I'm like, is there a Glasgow in Ukraine? <laughs> I, I thought there was only one in Scotland. What? So... Please sound off and let us yes. know where you're actually from, so Michael and I can can get that uh, get that correct. And maybe when you send a postcard from overseas, just put a quick note on there where it's coming from. I know it's it should be obvious with the big horseman with a cone on his head and stat like it should be obvious, but we don't know if you just you know went to wherever this is and got a postcard and then went home and sent it to us. That would be cool. So next up, <laughs> so I'm going to do it. I'm in Europe. I'm going to send you a bunch of shitty, fun questions. Yes. You're going to receive them when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> next one is, is, this one's so interesting. So this one is from uh, Minnesota. And it says, sup, Michael and Oxy. I'm out to eat and got my bill with this postcard, which they mail out for free. So like on the postcard, it has an advertisement to... What is this? Moli Ramen and Sake House. Moto Lee, Moto E. <laughs> so that's awesome. I love the tagline on this. So it says, Swag Boss 69 420. Smoke weed and play RuneScape. They didn't even sign it. Maybe Swag Boss 69 420 is their name. But at any rate, thank you for eating ramen. It's one hell of a name. Thank you for eating ramen. And, and thank you for also sending us this postcard. So... Those that's, <laughs> go ahead. That's iconic right there. A postcard just like randomly from a ramen shop. Right? That's good that's shit. That's cool. That's good shit right there. That's the new XP way standard. <laughs> Finally, this is the one I've been holding off because this one actually has a fun question that I have not read. Like I've covered it up, I haven't read it. But at the end of this card, it has a fun question. And this is from Jonah Zoon. Shout out to Jonah. I think it's actually Jonah Zoon, and I keep calling them Jonah, but Jonah Zoon. Dear Michael and Oxy, firstly, just wanted to say I really enjoy the podcast, and you both do a great job engaging the audience. Thanks, Oxy, for the Inferno Gear setup that you took the time to detail in the Discord. My fun question is related. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we wait. Because oh, we still have yeah. achievement of the week. Yes. So thank you guys. My goodness, Michael. Thank you so much for the, for the postcards. We will read the end of that one here in a second. But if you want to send a postcard or any sort of mail to us to the P.O. Box, it is P.O. Box 634, Haslett, Texas, 76052. And in the, in the name, you can put Michael R. or XP-based. And it probably would be, work better if you did both. Here's another thing I will say. If you send us something, please just send me a note on Discord. Just give me a heads up. 
because they only hold it for 15 days. And I know that things have gotten like sent back from our PO box. Like people sent us stuff and then the post office just yoinked it back to where it came from. And I want to avoid that happening again. Um, so I'm going to try my best to check it at least once a week. But there may be weeks where like I'm out of town this week. So just send me a note to see to say that you sent something. You don't have to tell us what you sent, like if you want it to be a surprise. So that's all I'll say. But thank you. So you know what doesn't get sent back through the mail when we don't check it regularly enough? What's that? The achievement of the week. Oh, hey. What a transition. <laughs> um, we have... God, this is going to be such a long achievement of the week. Michael, did we record on Monday last week or on Sunday last week? Uh, Monday. Okay. Because Sunday I was at... Wasn't it Memorial Day weekend last Sunday? Yeah, it was. Yep. All right. Well... So then we're going to go off of Tuesday. Holy shit. Are there a lot of things last week? We said there's one notable co- or one notable achievement of the week last week and this week the community popped off. So, we have sorcery, we have for Vitney, we have I witness I I witness, but it's spelled like W H. Maybe it's white. I don't know. I witness came in to the Discord and dropped his quest cape. Congratulations! Let's see. We have uh, Gibson LePaul got his music cape as well. Big accomplishments. Big accomplishments across the board. I, it's taking me a second this time, just because of the sheer volume of them that we do yeah, have. There's a ton. I also want to say that people posted some in like general chat as well, mm. and then, uh, and then finally, it spelled Baxalai again, but I don't think that's how you say it. Baxil, maybe. Bax also got his quest game. Congratulations. That's just the quest games this week. So many. That's not even that's not even the 99s. PVM wise, it's pretty light this week, although we do have a first fire cape. Dudeham in our Discord got his first fire cape. I was there for one of the attempts. Got all the way through to Jad. The healers were ankle biting him too much. Mm. It's just it's hard to get past that when you're trying to brew and switch prayers and not die to healers. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just slip up on prayers. I slipped up on a prayer because healers were killing me too when I was going for my first one. But the next day in the morning, sure enough, he did get his first fire cape. Congratulations to you, dude. It's 99 time. Brace yourselves. From last week, we have for Vitney with 99 range. We have Rip Riley with 99 strength. We have... Iron Hyla with 99 Construction. We have our boy Kyle with 99 Slayer. We have uh, Gibson with 99 Crafting. We have JF, friend of the clan, with 99 Agility. That's a lot of 99s this Hyla week. also got All 99 varied. Crafting in the same party. So he got 99 Crafting and Oh, that's why there's two screenshots? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought he just double posted no. it. Oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Hilo with the double 99. 
And then also, not to disrespect any combat achievements here, Flat Jack pulled off his first Zalra kill, which we do love to see. So congratulations to you as well. That is so many achievements. You guys are kicking ass this past week. Oh, my God. Remember how we said we're only going to shout out like one or two people a week (laughs) for achievement of the week? It's hard to choose, right? Like last week felt like an outlier because nobody in this clan is remotely close to doing anything like that. But like, how do you choose what skill is worthy of a 99? How do you choose which quest cape, which while it's like all the same achievement, quote unquote, the journey to get there is so different for every person that like, you know, it's hard to like, how do you weigh which one gets chosen over the other? So at this point, we're just trying to make everybody, (laughs) you know, we're trying to get the accomplishments out there. We're trying to tell the world about your guys' successes. So this is a long achievement of the week this week, but I mean, shit, that's a good problem to have. Keep kicking ass. And of course, if you achieve something and you want us to shout you out for it, post it in our Discord. Head over to the TNL Discord and drop it in the Levels and Achievements channel so you can, you know, flex and show off with all of us there. Hell yeah. yeah. Or email us. Or email us. Or put in a postcard. Who knows? Do whatever your little heart desires. So we did get an email from Lucio. Uh, we don't have time to read it, but shout out to him for being in Rome and Paris with XP Ways. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. yeah. You guys saw his pictures last week posted in uh, London and somewhere else, Paris. I don't remember. But yeah, nice. if you want to send us an email, xpwayspod at gmail.com. Oxy, it's fun question time. Are you ready? Indeed, I'm ready. This, 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 this is a surprise fun question. Born ready. Neither Michael nor myself have uh, have have read it, so we're excited. Yes, I read the first. I read the first like two words, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. wait a second, got to read it on the pod. All right, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so it says, my fun question is related to the postcards. If you could vacation anywhere in Gilinor, where would you go? How long would you go for? And what three real-world items would you bring? So where would you go in Gilinor? How long would you go? And what three real-world items would you bring? Man, that is a good question. Thank you so much, John, Jonna, Jonah. Holy shit, that's a really good question. So I'm going to put a caveat on myself. That I cannot say Catherby. Because it's not really like a vacation spot. I don't think it's a vacation destination. But. I would argue against that. But that's just because like Michigan has a lot of those like tiny wet tourist towns that people lose their (laughs) minds over. So maybe Catherby has good beach economy. Who knows? And it's just very popular. So perhaps Catherby is a bumping town. But. (laughs) Who knows? That's not where I'm picking, but I mean, who knows, man? Who knows? So I'll go first on this one, if that's okay with you. That is perfectly fine with me. Go for it. So I think if I lived in Gilinor as a citizen, I wouldn't live in Varrock. And I probably would live, like, west of the river. So, like, you have to take a boat over to that side of the continent. Um. So I think I would want to visit Varrock. It's not really like a, quote-unquote, relaxed-by-the-beach type of city, 
But I feel like seeing the big city, seeing the Grand Exchange, seeing the castle, you know, um, experiencing that side of the world, because you could make a quick day trip over to Lumbridge. You spawned in on Lumbridge, you know, but maybe you scooted away on a boat in Draenor and you never really stuck around to kill the goblins. So mm-hmm. if I lived in Gilinor, I think it would be Varrock. And I'm not really one to stay out on vacation for very long. So it would either be like a long weekend or just like a Monday through Friday type thing to be able to get home and relax. Because um, mm-hmm. I think as far as the city goes, if I was a tourist, you could probably see all of Varrock in maybe like three or four days if you take your time. Like you're staying at the Blue Moon Inn, obviously. And, you know, Charlie the Tramp comes and tries to get money from you every morning when you're out there with your coffee. And you're just like, Charlie, bro, I don't have a beginner clue no. on me. So please leave me alone. Yeah, no, you beggar. You can't like, or like you hand him money. You know, <laughs> let's not, let's not shoo him away for being poor or a beggar. Like you give him a couple gold pieces. He's like, no, no, take your money. You know what I need? <laughs> Leather chaps made by you. I'd burn the whole city to the ground. I swear to God, right then and there. I'll give money to the poor. That's fine. I need a mackerel caught by you. It, Charlie, do you not know that you can't catch a mackerel unless you go to Draenor? See this, see this house tab? See this house tab right here, Charlie? <laughs> F*** you. Just teleport right away. <laughs> Done. Gone. Oh, man. So what three items are you bringing three with Three items would be, I'm going to bring a bird scooter. You know those scooters that are like yeah. <laughs> just around town? So like, I'm bringing a scooter to be able to see... Uh, to be able to like take a tour, maybe a Segway, you know, I want to get fancy with it. Maybe I'm taking my own Segway. <laughs> I want to take a drone to get that awesome drone footage of the city. And then obviously I'm going to bring a fanny pack. Um, Cause when you're on vacation, you definitely need a fanny pack. Imbi, so help me. F- God, I'm in the middle of recording. Stop doing this to me right now. <laughs> I can't keep my shit together when you're talking about Charlie the Tramp being like, oh yeah, baby, welcome to Southern Barack. I need a trout, but not just any trout, baby. I need a trout cooked by you. <laughs> What's he going to do with the trout? <laughs> feel, his, feel his breath on the eardrum. All right, oh, well. No. Oh, man. I had a second one. Um, this was going to be my my alternative to Varrock. So I think Karamja would be a real fun place to go. That's your typical, like, let's go on an adventure. Um, mm-hmm. So you got the you got the volcano. You've got, you can go over east and visit Brimhaven. I feel like that would be a really cool place with all the pirates. Um, careful, though. I don't know if those pirates are shady. We'll see. It's it's not like Westworld where like they're all actors. Or it's not like the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean at Disney World. Like those are real pirates. Oh, yeah. Like I don't think. Well, I mean, real pirates I don't know. Are, are known to be like, give me your gold, and then it's a stick up. But I think Karamsha would be cool. Um, do you have to go from Port Sam? I think you do. I mean, you could charter from anywhere. So, like, say I lived in Catherby, I could just charter from. Catherby to Brimhaven. That would be kind of cool. It's very expensive. But I don't know what I'd bring there. Maybe, obviously, sunscreen. Um, maybe one of those backpacks that you can put water in. 
so that you can just drink the water while you're walking around. And then a dragon scimitar. But that's not from real life. Um, <laughs> uh, hiking boots. Yeah, hiking boots. Because you're going to walk around a lot when you're on Karamja. Sound off in the comments if I'm saying Karamja right. Because that's how I've said it since I was like literally 14. Some yeah, people I say Karamja. It's Karamja. Come at me. Oxy. Some people call it Ardugane. Ardugane. Some people call it the Kingdom of Karam. It's not correct. It's Kingdom of Karend. Pronunciation is Which, just the funniest thing in this game. Karama it's awful. Truly awful. All right. Thanks, Imbi. That was from Imbi in the recording booth chat. If you want content like that, join our Patreon. <laughs> what a plug. Um, <laughs> no. Where would I go? Yes. Where would um, you go? Well, if I was a citizen in Yelinor, I feel like because of the vacation I'm taking in a couple of weeks, I'm a little bit like biased about how this trip is going to go, right? So normally like a week's vacation, a weekend vacation. I love a good like Airbnb up north with like good like nature walks. Like that's awesome. But I'm going on like a nearly three week vacation to Europe in a couple of a uh, couple of weeks for pretty much all of July. So I'll be gone for a couple of episodes, you know. Sorry, sorry Spiders. everyone. Oxy won't be here for a little bit in a in about a month or so, but I'm gone for a little while. So like where could I go in Gilinor that I could be gone for a while and enjoy myself? Mm. I'm gonna get an Airbnb in Kingstown. In the kingdom of Karend. Oh. And I'm going to stay there for a couple of weeks. Okay. And I'm going to take little day trips to all the things that are going on. Where's Kingstown? It is the little tiny suburb right outside the Karend castle. You mean Sears Village? Is that the Karend castle? Karend castle. Karend castle. Oh. The kingdom of Karend. You're looking at the wrong continent. Um, Zaya. Oh, correct. I'm looking at Kandrin. Oh my anyway, god. sorry. Oh my god, I knew you were not Kandrin. looking. Kandrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Anyways, so Zaya has so many things in it that I would just enjoy so much. And I'm picking Kingstown because it's central. Cause like if I have the opportunity to see everything, I'm going to see everything. Sorry. All right. Like if I can, if I would have to skip one thing, it would probably be Lovacane. Cause I don't really have much of an interest in like lava or geology or anything like that. You know, I don't really care too, too much, mm-hmm. but I'm sure some people, like if you really like collecting cool rocks, you know, or you like, that would be awesome to go to Lovacane and get stuff like that. It's just not my style. But if I have the opportunity, I'll go see it. You know, I think a tour of the Arceus Library would be super cool. I think a day fishing in Port Piscarilius would be super cool. I purposely didn't say Hasidius because I love that. Uh, uh, I love that so, 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 so much Hasidius that I've tried not to like say it for everything. Having chose Hasidius for like everything in the past, I'm not going to stay there specifically, but like. Holy shit, I would frequent Hasidius a Weren't lot. Were you talking about Piscarilius? You got a fresh farmer's market? Well, yeah, I'd spend a day fishing at Port Piscarilius, but I would, like, 
go to Hasidius for a day trip or two or seven. They got wineries there. They got fresh food. They got beaches and shit. Hasidius has it all, but I want to broaden my horizons a little bit past Hasidius, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Karend Woodland, I love a good hike, especially in the woods, right? That's just, it's so much fun, you know? <clears throat> Maybe you can hike by the ocean. You can meet uh, Robert Boss, the painter guy. <laughs> Shazian, beautiful architecture. You could probably go on some delightful tours through Shazian, assuming it's not, you know, completely militarized. Like, if Shazian were safe to visit, because technically they are on multiple, like, battlefronts. So if Shazian was safe to visit, 100% I'd go check them out. Uh, let's see let's see what else here. Plus the woods in Shazian, beautiful redwoods. We love that. Lovacane, take it or leave it. I would go if I had the opportunity, but I don't have mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if the northern tundras would be a smart idea for me to go to, like where the blood rune crafting altar oh. and the and winter Todd is. I don't know if that'd be smart. It would. Uh, you would need a guide. I, would. I feel like you would need to hire somebody to take you up there. But if you're like if you're the adventurer you are now, maybe you just pack a coat or something. <laughs> if I'm the adventurer I am now, I'm gonna show up in my like nipple flare and bandos chest plate <laughs> and like just sit there for a little while because nothing scares me. I'm assuming I'm just the the human person yeah, I am true. right now, you know? Level ten stat. I think a trip to the farming guild might be fun, you know, like hop on a bus and go go visit the farming guild, probably check out some of the nice little stuff they have there who knows maybe they have a a nice little like farming guild tasting something and eat a bunch of produce and get super wine drunk because like that's a fun thing to do uh kebo slowlands again definite maybe mount quinamortem definite maybe for hiking and again is it actually safe question mark (laughs) i would like to see mount carolum though i think with the blue lava and like the water that's like kind of like the the what's it called the hot springs, hundred percent. I'd love to see Mount Carolum. Mm-hmm. That'd be a big one for me wanting to go visit. So just all of all of. I'm gonna saying. take about <laughs> three. Yeah, I'm gonna take about three weeks. I'm gonna stay in the Kingdom of Karend in Kingstown, and I'm gonna explore all of it. What three items am I gonna bring? That's a good question. <clears throat> what three IRL items? Fedora is number one. First thing. First thing I'm not gonna bring. <clears throat> is my laptop to play RuneScape because I thought about it and then I realized I'm not really going to play that much RuneScape on vacation. So I am going to bring a, my water bottle, my green water bottle. I don't have it with me because it is a little bit smaller than this one right here. Um, but I take my green water bottle because it's a nice hydro flask, constantly keep it filled, and it's durable as <laughs> shit. So like I can take it with me anywhere. I would take uh, a, a couple of these these gay boy dad shirts with mm-hmm. me i take a couple of my couple of my nice ones here you know okay. gotta take whales of course take my dinosaur one take my uh take my fish one you know and then michael jumped the gun hundred <laughs> percent we would take the hat we, we would take the adventure hat I, that is for the love of god not a fedora. fedora these these they don't have fedoras don't have this big of a ring I am not a man who wears a fedora. Let it be known. This is like an Australian outback hat. It looks, for those of you on audio only, it looks kind of similar to like an Indiana Jones hat. Yeah. As opposed to like a fedora. Indiana Jones Like, hat. Michael's been calling it a fedora for like weeks. 
it looks more like an Indiana Jones hat. You know? No, I'm saying. So those would be the three IRL items that I would bring. It's definitely called a fedora in-game. That's why I reference it as a fedora. It's the same type of hat. Yeah. The game is incorrect. <laughs> it is very much incorrect. I think Zaya was a cop-out, but I agree that it's massive that, and beautiful. Zaya was a cop-out. What? The most beautiful content continent in Gilinor. So why would I not want a vacation there? I, I would. I'm going to go vacation in Bergdorat to make Michael happy. <laughs> what the f***? No. <laughs> Mauritania would be interesting as a vacation. No, it would Get in a fight with a local be. and suddenly they turn into a vampire or a werewolf. Dead. I'm dead. Nothing about Mauritania sounds entertaining from a vacation standpoint. It's not a cop-out, but it definitely is the easy answer. So I can't fault you on that because I would have said Zaya as well. <laughs> okay. Having never been there, that would be like blaming someone who's never been to the United States. Being like, all right, where in the U.S. do you want to go? Would you want to go to, like, St. Louis, Michigan? Would you want to go to Hazlitt, Texas? Or would you want to go to Disney World? Disney World, obviously. <laughs> like, no shit. As someone who's never been to the United States? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I want to go to Disney World. I want to go to New York. <laughs> All sorts of places. Soggy Waffles in the recording booth chat just said, Apatol vacation. Swimsuit, flip-flops, scorpion repellent. Thank you. I needed that in my life. Let's call back to my group. Iron Man. R.I.P. Red Helm. The former hard former Iron Man. Man, thank you so much to Jonah Zoon. Jonah Zoon for that question. Um, I cannot wait to see all of the postcards we get in the mail. I think MB said she was sending us a postcard. I cannot wait for it. Um, I'm, I'm eager to see the question she has written down on it as well. So, again, if you want to send us a postcard, the link, um, the address is in our description, but it's 634, P.O. Box 634, Haslett, H-A-S-L-E-T, Texas, 76052. And if there's something like for Oxy and you want me to send it to him, just drop a note. I'll forward the mail to him. Um, he's not going to give anybody his address. Only I have it. So send it to the P.O. Box. If it's specifically for Oxy, let me know. We'll get it to him. And I won't even look at it. Maybe I'll have to, but I won't look at it. <laughs> if it's a surprise. Like, go through your mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, if that's all we've got, that's the end of the fun question. We've wrapped up this second segment. This was another classic instance of Michael texted me earlier in the day and was like, I feel like dog shit. How about a short episode? And I'm like, sounds good to me, brother. Recording tracks is two and a half hours. <laughs> so we're really good at keeping that, keeping that in line when we want to do a shorter episode. But that said, hope you guys have enjoyed this content. All of the links to anything you will ever need are in the description down below. Go check that out. Follow us on socials. Check us out on Patreon, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Spotify, and most importantly, come hang out with us on Discord. We have a pretty kick-ass community that is growing by the day, and it's always fun to see people like interact with each other. Like the Discord right now, oh, they all just left, probably because it's like 11 o'clock at night, but a lot of people uh, were hanging out in there earlier today. People have been joining the clan from the podcast and then bringing their IRL friends 
in Ooh. to uh into the clan as well. I've also been notified uh in the recording booth chat by Michael to also mention the merch store <laughs> that we have. So go check that out. Um, Michael cringes every time I have to do these things because I always forget the things that actually make us money. More importantly, come hang out with us. It's fun. You guys will like it here. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.